On episode 29 of RV Real Estate Talk, we're going to talk about how you can surround yourself with success in real estate. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I am Jared Davis. And I am still Galen Parker. We are yelling in this thing because the music's so loud on our end, but it fades out. How you doing? I am doing absolutely great. How are you doing? I'm I'm really good. You got some exciting news that I want you to tell us about. Uh, building a house? You one? are building a house, ladies I and gentlemen. Am. I'm so excited. You know, we help other people buy houses, build houses, sell us? houses all the time. I have been in my house Why for me? almost a decade now, which is crazy to think yep, about. For I sure. think it's I think it will be ten years in April that we that have been in that house. And, and we love your house. And it's fine. Yeah. There's actually nothing wrong with our house. I thought I was gonna stay there forever pre COVID. And then COVID hit and I said Never mind. Some of those stressors that a lot of people are feeling with COVID, they're just like, I need to move. I need to get out of my house. I need to move right now. Yeah, so. and, and, and actually, like my house, it's not too small. It's not too small. A lot of people needed to upsize through COVID, yeah. or they had kids and they needed like school rooms. Did you have any of those things? No, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, mine is one hundred percent first world problems. Mm. Uh, part of it was them closing the saunas at the gym originally. That is and, a huge one. And then just busyness trying to get to the gym, and it's like an ordeal most of the time. This whole thing is about you just not wanting to be fat. It's a lot of it. Yeah, it's like COVID weight. That's probably it. I like started gaining COVID weight, and I was like, not on my watch. House. Yeah, so I'm gonna put a gym in. We're gonna put a sauna in. Uh, the pool thing, you know, like now pools are back open and saunas are back. I feel like in ten here. years, uh, we're gonna have this conversation, and you're like, yeah, I just bought a jet so that I could fly to the gym that I want to go to. That will make it. Be like, I'll I just be like, can't yeah, decide that makes sense. which one I want. Yeah, yeah, I'll, be like, I'll be like, yeah, that's that's really reasonable. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally get that. Well, and and a lot of it is is again first world problems. Garage. Space, so yeah, I've, okay, I've outfilled my garage. Um, if you know me, I'm a car nut, and so um, I'm building a five car garage. I, I, don't, I, could, I, could, I could care less about the house. The house keeps getting bigger per HOA rules, mm-hmm. and I'm honestly like, you can build a shoebox. Can I just have my five car garage? I don't really care. That's all I care about. Yeah. It is. So the house somehow just keeps getting bigger and bigger and more expensive and more expensive. I and love it. man, building custom. I mean, I should have known because I do this for people you all the time. Thought. And like I was talking to to JT about this, okay. and he said the same thing. He was like, "Man, Justin I, Timberlake, yeah, that guy." And he was like, "Man, I got it so wrong on how big, I, like how much I thought this was gonna be." Because he's building about the same square footage as me, but no basement, so it's all gonna be one floor. Ooh, so we're ooh. at like forty seven hundred square feet now on like one floor with a basement. I think he's gonna be close to that with just the one floor, which you can imagine how much foundation and roof space is and all that. And um, when I guessed the number, he was like, that's exactly right. He was like, how did I not see that? And I was like, I guess yours right, but apparently I got mine wrong. So uh, they just added $140,000 the other day to my quote. It's just in flux. For just making the floor print bigger per the HOA. Per the HOA. Not for options. And the HOA was like, we need it bigger so that we can <laughs> find you or you know whatever they do. Whatever now. the heck. I mean, this had nothing to do with options. So I haven't even chosen options yet. So I'm guessing it's going to go up like another 150 with options. And then I was like, well, there goes my pool. But... Uh, it's not because I want the pool. So 
It, it is what it is. First, first world issues. First world problems. But it's going to be great because think about the client parties we can have there. Think about the uh, housewarming we can have with the team, the team events we can have there. You think there. we're going to do all of our client uh, appreciation parties at the house? No, not all of them. <laughs> I was like, man, that'd but, be I, but I do think like how cool would it be to, to at least be able to do like a, like a private chef and be able to have like, yeah. maybe like some of your clients. For I don't, sure. Like you say, like, hey, who are our like 10 best clients this year? that like support us with referrals and support us with this, you know, we're going to have above and beyond. Yeah. We're going to have like an actual chef come out, do a private meal. And then I just think in general, like agent training events, masterminds, you know, we, we use obviously our uh, upline, uh, his house right this second. We do some really cool events at, and ours just hasn't been as, as I don't want to use my house, my current house for events, but this house I will. And, uh, videos, right. We can start filming stuff. Yeah. We'll film a lot of Um, stuff there. You know, we'll see if Mike's, Invited or not, I guess. I'm just thinking Owen or Brooklyn's uh, birthday parties there, you know? Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. That's, that's, party? A, that's a use I didn't think of and that we'll never use for. <laughs> that's something that will never ha- happen there. Yeah, a bunch of children around my pool. I think Owen yeah, will no just thanks. show up randomly to tell us like the bad job that his dad's doing, which <laughs> seems to be his MO of recent. He's like, my dad's the worst. I'm like, oh, wait, come on, man. He's doing his best. <laughs> All righty. So uh, what's new with you before we go into deep dive? Um, new with me, I just, you know, it's funny. There's one thing that I hate, and it's yard work. Mm. And I just paid a company. Move. <laughs> I know. I've, I've heard Let's that argument from several people. I, I just had house. a company come out and remove every vestige of leaf in my, like, anywhere uh-huh. I can see. They're all gone. It's the best money I've ever spent. It's like an expensive thing. And I'm just like, I will do it again tomorrow. But if was I had it that to. expensive? To me, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's, it's basically equates to, like, you know, if you're paying like 50 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know, just all at one time. So it's like, not, yeah. not to me, not that bad, but like, I like to go home. Like, my neighbors are just leaves everywhere, and I just walk into Shangri-La. I'm like, hey, what's that like? Yeah, my lawn like, guy came it. last week, and I think normally it's like 50 bucks maybe for him to cut the grass. And so he did all the leaves, and I was like, well, how much is it? And he was like, 60 this time. And I was like, okay. See? That's a great deal. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and don't get me wrong, like, I don't have a ton of leaves in the front yard. But he, but I had a, a some and he had to do it and the back was all leaves so he had to pretty much just cut and then blow back. But yeah, same thing. It's clean. It's like a clean. That's slate. the one thing I like about this house. There's no trees immediately on the yard area. Bro, so all I much. got is trees and leaves. So the new house is almost three acres, and I haven't obviously I haven't talked to them about clearing everything yet. But they said in the contract that they will clear up to an acre without any upcharges. And I want that whole acre cleared. Like I wanted, I wanted just like get every <laughs> bit of wood away from my house yeah. itself. I want the woods on the side to like block the neighbors. Yeah. But like I, I do kind of want like you know he was like well you can have trees lining the front so it hides the front of the house and this and that. I'm kind of like nah, mm. just give me a acre square with no trees near my house. And nothing's falling on the house because the garage that it's like a five car so the three car is going to kind of like block. A lot of the, I think, looking in, like yeah. you'd have to kind of like drive past into the cul-de-sac and then kind of like sit past the cul-de-sac to try to stare into my house, which who's going to do that? No It's one. just weird. Yeah. And then the trees on the side should block, you know, the view to the pool and the back deck and all that. So I'm just like, just get, I don't want pine get needles away. in my pool. I don't want leaves in my pool. Ugh. Just first, again, first world, first world issues. Hey, that's the world we live in. Oh, our, yeah, our the world. The first one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Unless you're in West Virginia. Yeah, if Just you listen kidding. to our last podcast, we <laughs> roasted West Virginians. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry we for will not never being... do it again. But I'm looking at you, Kentucky. Sorry for being. <laughs> I was going to say, what other state we get? Ohio. Ohio. I'm looking at you, Kentucky. Sorry. Sorry for being born no, in the wrong. Kentucky brought us whiskey. Yeah. Bourbon, sorry for so. being born in the wrong Virginia, guys. All right. Deep dive. 
Are we deep diving it? Mike, blow your drums. It's impossible to hear myself think when the music's going and I'm like yelling into the mic that it's hard to know. Oh, so loud. Okay. Fade it out. Fade it out. Alrighty. That needs to be like eight seconds shorter. I agree. Yeah, um, Mike, let's take a note. And I cut that one down from the last part. I mean, it's got to be like five or six seconds. You got to get into it a sure. little bit. So deep dive. Before we jump in, again, don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel if you're listening on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, obviously subscribe to that. But find us on YouTube because we're doing a lot of other videos uh, that aren't going to be on the podcast that are just strictly YouTube related. So more training uh, more agent-related things. We also are doing a channel dedicated to Richmond, Virginia. So if you're in Richmond or you're a buyer seller, you may want to try to find that one as well. Uh, you can reach out to us at any point. You can email me at jared at centralvarealty.com if you have any questions, if you're an agent looking to grow your business, looking for some coaching, looking for some training, uh, or you can reach Galen. Galen at Central VA Realty. I didn't know that you were going to throw it over to me. I was like, oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell them just my pitching. stuff. Just throwing you this. Galen, G-A-L-E-N, at CentralVARealty.com. We are looking to help. We appreciate all of you guys for dialing into this station here. So That's right. So our deep dive topic of today is how to surround yourself with success in real estate. It's all about the power of proximity. Yeah, um, I agree. You are the sum of your worst friend right so it's like or i i say you're the average of the top five people you're around yeah but you're measured by them 100 percent. yeah so if you if you hang out with five very average people then you're probably gonna be very average and if you hire you know if you got four yeah. above average and one average then hopefully the average guy isn't bringing you down too much because the other four are bringing you up what? right we were thinking about this the other day why don't more people hang out like you Let's say you're kind of successful, okay, but you want to be more successful. Uh -huh. Let's say you're you're very realistic with yourself. And you're not successful at all. Why don't more people hang out with more successful people? Um, and we kind of broke it down. It's almost like a psychological thing. It's that it's very uncomfortable mm -hmm. to surround yourself with people um, who are super successful. You wanted to say better than you, but, but yeah, I'm, you like, I'm trying to avoid like <laughs> better than your superiors, your betters. Um, and the reason for that is because people like. Let's just say they're to, outperforming you. They're outperforming. You don't want to be the loser out of the five people yeah, that are it's like. It's very uncomfortable. But 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 and my thing is, I'll go a step further to say that you know people hang out with people that are like them most of the time. One hundred percent. So if they're trying to get better, it's hard to maybe shift out. And then I do think a, a lot of it is, you know, the door doesn't necessarily get opened right away without doing a lot of work first to get into yeah. it. You know, I, I don't come from any background of, of money or wealth. Um, I didn't go to college. You know, I didn't do anything. We've built this multi-million dollar real estate team and other multi-million dollar companies at this point. Um, and now I have a great sphere of investors and friends and partners and people that have uh, been great, that have given me the opportunity to come in and partner with them now. Yeah. Um, but it was a long road to get there, obviously. It didn't start like that. It's hard to just walk in and say, hey, let me into your group without adding some kind of value, right? Yeah, I, 
and and one of the things I think a lot of times people will hang out with people who are I, I, I'm going to bumble the whole better than but people who are like them <laughs> yeah because they often want to be the top they like to feel oh, they like to stick their yeah. chest out and say like wait well, I'm the smartest guy in this group I make the most money and then they kind of lord it over other people they're always talking about how how much they do because they know that everyone around them is lower than them because if you come mm. to a room you're like hey guys. I just made two hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year, and they're all like, "Wow, that's awesome!" But if you had like six guys next to you, be like, "That's it? That's what we made last month?" I made that last month, and then you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay." So people don't like that feeling, but the problem yeah. is you need to be uncomfortable to be successful. Yeah, and if I'm the smartest guy in the, or if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I want a new room, pretty much. One hundred percent. You know, and that's and and part of that's that proximity that you talked about. Because Power at, proximity. At the end of the day, if you know, they say there's there's certain kind of fish where if you put them in a small pond, they will literally stop growing. They just will not grow anymore. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you took them out, and you put them into a bigger pond. I was gonna say the ocean, but what if they're not a saltwater fish and they die? <laughs> so if you just put them into a bigger body <laughs> That's of water, a comment. Yeah. yeah, then then they will actually grow larger. Just taking them out of that pond. And so that's what we found in our business is we were a top team, the top. I was the top single producing agent at a Remax and the top team at a Remax. Um, and it was almost like we were just kind of in that pond and you were as big as you could get. You just figure, you know, there's nobody out that's outperforming us. We're doing great. And then we move over to EXP and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, we are definitely not the top team <laughs> now. And don't, don't get me wrong. Now we're the number two producing team at EXP. But our numbers have grown exponentially over the last two years because of the proximity to the number one team at EXP that, you know, we're saying, okay, well, you know, we'll do probably holding 250, 300 transactions next year, which is great, I think, in, in our numbers, but they'll probably do five to 600 transactions. Yeah. So that's double. So then you're like, okay, well, if that's the, the trajectory, right, it gives you something to work for. You see the bigger fish and you're like, man, I thought it was a big fish, but that's a big fish. I'm going to grow up and be like that fish. Yeah, And the reason I, I, I like that you mentioned that because we were not comfortable. We didn't like that comfort, that feeling of we wanted to, we need that. I wanted to grow, but I didn't yeah, know how. Like, yeah. It's like, we, we, how do we do this? We want it. And there's a question or there's a point I think everyone's going to run into. And it's like, do you run or do you rally? Mm-hmm. Right. When you are uncomfortable, you can either run back to comfort. You're going to run back to what you've always done. You're back of the you're the, you're the prettiest girl in your high school, uh, but your high school's in West Virginia. But you know you're just you know you're, you're in that situation. <laughs> your high school's in there's Kentucky. The, there's the Kentucky jab. Hey, you are Kentucky. You thought I forgot? <laughs> no. So you, you can either run back to comfort or you can rally back yep. up to success. And you want to surround yourself with people who are constantly rallying up to success, but also rallying you up to success. Because yep. what you what I've noticed is that when you're around other successful people. People who are good people, yeah, and we've talked about this in other podcasts. Not only are they there, but they want you, so they're oh, they're man. extending their hand and they're yeah. pulling you up. They're like, no, 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 this don't go back to comfort, man. Our entire team, pull this up, yeah. Anybody that's on our team, if you if you are on our team and you're listening to this, awesome. If you are like, if we've sponsored you into EXP, you know, like I care about growing our team and I have an insane vision. But if you're a solo agent, I am still like, you call me every day. I don't Let's care do this. what yeah. day you call me. You want what softwares we're using? You want what training we're doing? You want to come to our team meetings to know how to do your team meetings you want to come to our call day so that you can see how our call days are run bring your team oh my goodness we do that stuff all the time because to me if i can help their team grow it only helps us in the long run so i mean i want to i want to project that success on on everybody if we can project project i I wrote down project to help them traject their trajectory project success so that their trajectory 
Uh huh. My my vocab is terrible right yeah, now. I know. I was like it. I was like project to project. All right, I like it. We should have just stopped. And probably no one caught it, and I I caught the word. Like I gotta fix that. That doesn't sound right. Uh, so, so hold on. Let's let's do. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was thinking about rallying to what is hard, and and that that is what other people will do. What we do for other people is that we're gonna say like, listen, what you're doing is great. Yep. But if you want to, we're going to show you something that initially is going to be harder. Um, you're going to think like, man, this does not feel good. I don't like making these calls or I don't like doing this or I don't like having this conversation. We'll show you how to do that so that now you've you've leveled up yourself. Well, right? a lot of the time it's just a change in your business, too, because oh, yeah. Mindset what you've business. been doing may change drastically in the 40 hours that you were spending just selling or doing whatever you were doing to be successful before. You may realize that now you're working a lot of different hours of different, totally different things, whether it's social media, podcasting, building a team, team meetings, training, uh, going on other agents' appointments, whatever that may be, right? It, it's going to change. So let's talk about really, uh, again, how to surround yourself with success. I came up with a few key things okay. as far it. as what we need to do to surround ourselves with success. And we've okay. touched on some of that already, but I want to take kind of one kind of bullet point at a time. All right. So I think the first thing, and this goes for whether you're a new agent that's listening to this, you're getting into the business and saying, how do I get around successful agents, successful people, whatever it is, or it could be someone like where we were a couple years ago, where we were a top producing team. We were one of the top 50 teams in Central Virginia, but wanting to grow to that top 10 team in Central Virginia, right? So we were already doing good. We were already in the 1%. But we were able to vastly. We, we were able to vastly grow. So th this goes for everybody. So I think the first thing to touch on, I had these in no particular order, so I'm going to kind of reorder them as I go along. Okay. I think it's it's team slash brokerage of other winners. Very smart. So again, if you're a new agent, or if you're a solo agent that's just trying to grow, you may want to associate yourself with a team at some point because you can see. What are they doing to succeed? What lead systems are they using? What softwares are they using? Even if you don't want to be on a team for the long term, it's not a bad thing because if you're a top team, most likely you have systems in place to be that. And so if you're starting from scratch, then <laughs> you may not know what to be doing as far as or what the works systems. And doesn't work. But now let's say you are not a solo agent, you're not a new agent, you're a team like we are. Okay. See, we had like five people on our team, so we were kind of small. Now we have about 24, 25 people. Um, again, we didn't need to join a team, but the proximity to other top teams helped a ton. So again, we were the top team out of Remax Brokerage. When we shifted over to EXP, we were still a big team with EXP, but the sponsor that brought us in was an even bigger team. So he was able to say, hey, here's how we're running our transactions. Here's how we're doing our training meetings. Here's how we're generating leads. Here's how we're using software. And then that's gone even farther because for someone like me as an icon agent with eXp, that makes me have to do different eXp uh, icon masterminds with other agents. And so even outside of the area, I've now gotten to do all these masterminds with agents that are in different states, uh, even Canada. And you're seeing these agents that are doing six, 700 deals a year as a team, or you're seeing these commercial brokers that are doing a billion dollars in sales. And to be on the same panels as them 
You know, sometimes I don't even want to talk. I just want to just, hey, I know. Can you say what you just said again, yeah, sir? Like, yeah, uh, I, like I think I have a lot to give and help, but I'm like, I'm just going to shut up for the hour while y'all are talking and I'm going to take my own notes. And that has been key because whereas we thought, okay, we're kind of just like maxing out where we're at. How can you grow? Now your mind is open and you're like, oh my gosh, if we want to do a thousand deals a year, we can if we want to. I uh, I like what you said there about like taking your own notes because I wrote down in here, it's like, You've got to take time to check your own ego, right? If, if you're not a humble person, you would have never stopped and thought, how do I learn from these guys? Yeah. You would have been like, I can't I wait, till I, talk. I can't <laughs> wait till I talk so they can you know, get from me. But it's just kind of like humility is like the biggest value that makes you small, right? So it's like you've got to realize like, wait a minute. Yeah, there's some value in this proximity. It's like it's not always a competitive thing. Yes, we're competitive. Like even with that team that's with EXP, our sponsor, we do compete with them to a certain degree because we want to grow and stuff. But it's like, you know, it's not you know at the detriment of our own success or the yeah. relationships. So well, it's and like, they it's so know smart. if they help us grow, then they make more money because yeah. they brought us into EXP. So that's that's the whole thing. Is it it's it's given us this camaraderie where every single person in the brokerage. I mean. Literally, we're the number two producing team in Central Virginia behind the number one, which is our sponsor. And the number three is also sponsored by our sponsor. So even though we're not in the same line, we're in the same group. Yeah. And so even me and him, you know, I'll give him anything he wants because I know that overall we're helping the company, we're helping the brokerage grow, and it's taking us to number one in Richmond, Virginia. So it's just been amazing. And I think about, I mean, we, we always say we like to R&D things, rip off and duplicate. So that's why we do what we do. We hope that you're listening in another state or another market rip and you're like, I'm going to rip off everything they're doing. Yeah. And I'm going to duplicate it in my market. And Send if, us a DM so we can see how successful you've, you've turned Seriously, be like, into. we're taking all of your stuff. Send us a message. Be Change like, your name to Jared and Galen. <laughs> we're listening. We're taking it. <laughs> so I think, again, if you're in a brokerage and you're the number one person in your brokerage right now, I hate to say it, but you may want another brokerage. You Time know? to grow. You may, or, or again, how can you mastermind with other agents maybe outside of the brokerage? and things like that. So um, that can actually take us to our next thing because I said the team or the brokerage. But again, the next step would be masterminding with other agents. So um, are you well-liked in your market? How do other realtors feel about you when you call, when you put a contract in? Do they say, oh man, is it like Galen, your realtor's favorite realtor? Or is it like, oh man, I do not want to deal with this guy again. See, friendships go a long way in this business. I mean, Praise. I love hearing people say that because they don't realize that the idea of you being adversarial on a real estate transaction does not serve you, your clients, or anyone well in the future. Yeah. I was like, it just doesn't work like that. I like, there's certain aspects of my business that I want to always do that sometimes people are like, oh, I don't do that anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that another day, but I want people, other agents to come to me like, hey, Galen, do you mind doing this or you want to help with this? Because you want to be that agent where people are bringing you opportunities to make money. And we're never going to do that if you have never networked with us. You never mastermind with us. You never came to cocktail for closers. You've never done anything. It's like, how do we know you exist? So if you're yeah. trying to grow your own business, people have to know that you're alive. You ever hear an agent say like, man, I'm just such a, I love a good negotiator. I love negotiating. I'm such a good negotiator. <laughs> you know what I've never said about another realtor? Man, that guy was such a cutthroat negotiator. I love dealing with him. Yeah. Ever. He made me feel terrible. I can't wait till I do that again. Yeah. He really did just tear everything apart and make sure that he was the big guy on camp. No one yeah. cares. 
No one cares. We want to be like, you know what? When we're done, let's go get a beer because that was great. That was easy. That was fun. I can't wait till you put another contract in. And so that opens the door to say, all right, how do we mastermind, right? Even if you're not with us, we, we, we do an event called Cocktails for Closers. So it's open to all agents in Richmond. Take notes, RD it. I have, yeah, rip off and duplicate it. It's great. And the realtors in town love it. I put offers in and they're like, wow, you're the Cocktails for Closers guy because they needed it. Right. I mean, we're always in a deal together. Uh, we're always just, again, going back and forth in negotiations and contracts and work. This lets us kind of let our hair down, have a drink, mastermind together. So it lets you start picking the brain of other agents to see what they're doing to be successful, whether they're at your brokerage or not. And that's turned into awesome relationships. Uh, I've had showings off of it now where agents call me and they're like, man, it's so good. Cocktails for closers last time. Enjoyed Having it, drinks with you, you know. trying to get my clients in on this house that you got listed. So how can you mastermind with other agents is, is a big a big thing. Um, with EXP, again, as an icon, you've got icon panels. Um, so if you are an icon agent, that means you essentially cap and then EXP gives you your cap back and company stock each year. Uh, you're on said panels, so you're, you're part of these mastermind panels as a speaker and teaching. Um, but if you're not an icon agent, then you can join. The whole point is that yeah. agents wanting to learn can join in and listen to these, you know, top agents. Or, you know, throw your own. Or, like, or do yeah, them locally, yeah. yeah. If you don't have the opportunity, say you're not with our brokerage, yeah, right? For you know, sure. You're a little brokerage or whatever. They don't offer that. That's just not something. Yeah. Well, then take times like you. It would probably benefit you to such a great degree if you were the person that started the whatever town you're in, Kentucky yeah. Mastermind, or the Cocktails for Closings, or the you know Bourbon for Ballers, whatever it is in your, like your little like area. You like that? Bourbon for Ballers. Do you like Bourbon for Ballers? I kind of do. I thought about that. We'll, we'll talk about okay. that later. Um, but whatever it is, start that up because you're going to want... Now, perhaps in the beginning, you don't have the big dogs, right? Maybe you've got like the you know guys like you, but... If you you're going to be able to see very quickly who's going to put in the work to grow, and then maybe you start growing with them, and then you know five years down the line, two years down the line, you are the big dog, and you're surrounded by other people that all you outworked everyone yeah. else, you know. But then it's like, how do you find the other big dogs in other markets? Because at that point, again, if you are the number if you one, build it, they will come. Yeah, and I mean, and I do. I think you know, it's like stuff like this. We do this podcast as part of a reason so that we can try to reach out to other people because we want people in other markets to reach out and say, "Hey, man, we love what you're doing with this. We're going to take that. This is some of the stuff that we're doing in this market. How can we partner? How can we refer stuff?" I mean, we just came back from EXPCon in Vegas, and I just had an agent hit me up and just say, "Hey, man, great meeting you there. I've actually got a referral in Richmond, right? So we're passing business back and forth. So yeah. we're trying to grow our businesses, right? This is the way to do it. How do we have good relationships?" with other realtors in other markets as well um third bullet point okay and technically i could almost wrap everything into this third bullet point that i have if you have anything you want to add great but the third bullet point is really education okay in itself but then from that we branch into uh different things whether it be uh, what are you doing to learn on your own? Are you listening to audiobooks? Are you listening to podcasts like this with other top realtors, um, conferences, uh, and then actual real estate coaching? So those are the kind of the things we could break down kind of one by one here and there. Uh, maybe we could start with coaching, right? So you think about coaching, if you're a brand new agent, 
that uh, may be kind of expensive to hire <laughs> hire a coach out. Especially if you've never, you don't have any transactions under your belt. You don't have the cash yeah. at your disposal. It doesn't mean it's not worth it. Don't get me wrong. Totally I think it's it. one of the best things that someone can do is actually get a coach because one of the hardest things in real estate for most people is keeping themselves accountable. And that's what that coach is going to help you do. Obviously, they're trying to make you great. You're paying for them to make you great. Um, but it depends on the program. Most coachings are going to be about 1000 bucks a month at least if you're going to be dealing with somebody that's a top coach that's going to be calling you each week and things like that. Um, but not only does that open the door to, to one-on-one training, uh, keeps you accountable, but then most of the time like Buffini or Tom Ferry or Mike Ferry, most of the time they also have their annual conferences and things like that. So they meet other agents. Yep. And they have their own referral networks and things like that. So coaching's one thing, obviously, if you need the accountability, go I, ahead, Galen. I like coaching because one of the things that I've just noticed from agents that come on to just not our team or just know they have no concept of structuring in their day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like coaching is such a great way to help structure your day with activities that will actually generate you money because there's tons of people who have structured their day with things that are like, this is not going to help you. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I was, you know, I was Googling this and I was watching things like that's, these are all great, but structure your day that you will be successful tomorrow. Yep. So that's why coaching is good. Your accountability, because, you know, we, we, a couple episodes, maybe it was like last episode, you talked about like making the number of calls that you make. It's like your goal is 200. Well, you called 75. Who's going to say anything to you about that? Nobody. It's like, but you've got to, if you're on a team like ours, well, then you guys, you've got like me, you've got like Nate. We're going to be like, hey, where are you as far as your goal? Yep. How are you done? We will love you, but we will also give you that uncle treatment and be like, hey, get off your butt. Let's get to work. So you yeah. need that. And coaching is going to be such a critical uh, component of that. Yeah, I, I think the conferences comes up next. I mean, we've talked about this on our podcast before. I think even the last uh, podcast, the last episode, I think we talked about this a little. But um, I actually did not do many conferences in the first years of my business. Um, I didn't really want to pay to fly somewhere and get a hotel and get all these things originally. Um, I was with Remax for eight years. They do, um, what is it, R4, whatever they call R-squared. it. Or, or I think maybe it changes with each thing. I don't know if it goes like R4, R5, R6, or if it's okay. always R4. I don't know what the deal is. But um, I never went. Yeah, I was like, how many times did you go, Jerry? I should have gone. <laughs> I, and I, in hindsight, I should have gone. I went to a Buffini conference one time, and I thought it was it was good. It was like a one-day conference, um, but I wasn't a part of Buffini, but I did go to it, and I, I liked it. I learned stuff. Um, in the last year, though, I started doing the EXP training. So uh, Brent, Brent, Brent Gove, awesome dude. He does a couple conferences each year, and then EXP throws their own each year. So me and Galen went to one in Dallas back in August, and that one had Tony Robbins I'm at I got a smile on my face just thinking about it. I mean, th- it was just three days of just epic keynote speaks, speeches, and then Tony Robbins. And, I mean, we are still pumped up from that, and it's been six months, right? It's just been amazing. And then we went to EXPCon. Uh, they had um, – who they have? Uh, you got Venus Williams. You got Grant Cardone. You've just got yep. a ton – Mike Sherrard. You got a ton of ballers who are – giving you all these gems if you are smart enough to pick them up that's it so you think about it again we've been in this for almost a decade we're selling hundreds of houses a year you know we're on track for hopefully a hundred million dollars in sales over the next couple years and 
we still learn something every single time we go to one of these things. Something where it says, wow, we've got to change this for our team dynamic. We have got to change this as far as people that are that are coming to EXP with us so that we can help them grow. We have to give these them different training modules, help them be able to grow their teams, um, whether it be whatever, marketing, social media. Like you said, Mar- Mike yeah. Sherrard, he was a keynote at... Um, the last EXP con, shout out to Mike. If you ever listen to this, uh, Wolfpack, we'll at, we'll at you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we can tag you. We talked about you here, but um, you know, just great approaches on stuff like that. Videos like this, right? It markets for you 24 hours a day, whether you like it or not. Once yeah. it's out there, you know, you could be listening to this somewhere while we're asleep. Who knows? I like uh, one of the things that it's almost intrinsic when it comes to like conferences that I just probably just didn't, you're not aware of like, so your, your conference always is like a theme of what they're trying to convey. But I think conferences are nice because they challenge you to like dream bigger than mm-hmm. what you even thought about. Yeah. And it's also a reminder that some of these people that you're, they're keynote speakers. It's like what they have is not that different than what you have. It's not like, you know, these guys are like, Oh, they're just way more talented yeah. than you. That's generally not the case. It's just that these are people who are working hard at it. So you're like, I could be that person. And so when we brought like the team, I think a lot of the team were like, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. That's what we've been trying to tell you for the past like year. You can do these things. And so now I see, and hopefully they'll keep doing like making, you know, small changes to their own business of like, all right, this is what I want. This is what I want for myself. And so, but conferences are great because you're just like looking at your peers. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But what's nice about EXP is that after your keynote speaker walks on the stage, you can like walk right up to him and be like, hey, can you tell me everything yeah. you did to be and successful? Like, Here's my cell like, number. Here. Here's yeah. my, they're here's, like, here you go. Call me, call me at late night. I don't care. And it's like, it's amazing. 100%. That and then even the people that aren't keynote speakers, I mean, the conferences are awesome because you get to meet agents from different markets. You start talking. You're hanging out every day. And so one thing you get is a, a confidence boost because you talk to agents that you, maybe you're doing better than, you give them some insight, you become that help to them, and you're like, man, I'm happy I got to help that guy. They reach out, they're thankful, you're like, we really are doing good. And then on the flip side, you meet the agents where you're like, wow, you're you're doing what? You have how many people? How did you do that? How yeah. did you do that? And they're then, like, they're always like, oh, I started last week, or like, I started last year, and you're uh, just like, ah! Oh. Yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, hold on, you brought in 250 people in the last 12 months off of what? Off of how, you know, how did you do this? How did you grow this? So it really just shows LinkedIn, you what's, you know, it's like, what? Yeah, it shows you what's possible, and so that's huge. And then if you can't afford to fly to some conference, if you can't afford the hotel rooms yet, if you don't know where to go yet, whatever, um, at least figure out what you're doing to educate yourself on a daily basis. Okay. Are, you, are you listening to books? I, I keep an Audible account just because they give you credits every month. So, you know, I may not think about it separately without the account to say, oh, I got to go buy a book right this second. But when I get a notification that says, hey, you got two new credits, now I know, hey, I've got two books that I can now listen to. So that means I get to knock out two books a month. And it always has me looking for stuff because I never want more than a couple. Like if I've got five credits, I'm like, man, I haven't listened to any books. So (laughs) I just always want zero credits. As soon as I have credits, I'm like, what's my next book? I favorite it. I wait for it to reset. I listen to the next one. I take notes. I incorporate them into team meetings. Uh, Podcasts like this, right? You've got our podcast. You've got, you know, bigger pockets. If you want to become an investor and do stuff like that. So it's what podcast are you listening to? Who are you reaching out to? Again, do you have the the nerve or the guts to reach out to us and say, hey, I'm, I'm listening. I like it. How can how can we help each other, right? Like, I love when we hear from people. I, I remember, I was just thinking, I remember when I, like, before I had really 
jumped into real estate. I was like listening to a podcast and like wrote down like three names and I called all three of them and they all were like, yeah, we scheduled time. And like, I was only like in the conference room of my full-time job, like, yeah, I'm going to take a call closing room. Like, all right, so how do I get out of here? And the guy <laughs> was just like, yeah, I was at a fortune 200. One of the guys like later I found out we were at the same type of job. So it was kind of like wild uh, to see. He was like, Oh, where do you work? And I told him, he's like, I used to work there. Wow. And I was like, are you serious? Like that's happened twice in real estate where people are like, but that company is like a big sales trainer. So they just like, they attract entrepreneurs who will eventually leave them. Yeah. So I was like being able to reach out to these guys and just be like, Hey, listen, I know you're busy. I can see that you're killing it with like 90 transactions. I have zero transactions cause I'm not even in the business. Do you mind telling me what? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Call me right now. We'll, we'll talk about it. And it's like, but you've got to be willing to do that for yourself. And that's all about proximity. Are you willing to surround or reach out to successful people? There you go. I think that covers it. Anything else you want to add? What do you got? Um, I actually put one thing, and it was just like, it's about talent. Okay. When you realize, when you see the, you're not, for the most part, going to come across a lot of people in your network. They're like, man, that guy's just so much more talented than me. I was like, what you're running into is like, that guy's way more hardworking than you are. Um, that's a discipline that anyone can, you know, kind of create. It's like, you don't have to be the most clever, charming person, but if you're willing to wake up early and stay up late and make the calls, follow up, follow through, follow back, all of these things, yep. then you will be a success. And if you're wanting to know how you can do that, feel free to reach out to this guy, Jared Davis, uh, or this guy, Galen Parker. We're happy to help. That's right. Jared, J-A-R-E-D at centralvarealty.com or Galen, G-A-L-E-N at centralvarealty.com. I was going to laugh if you misspelled my own name. I would be like, Jared, G-E-J- we're best friends. How J- you I think it's Jalen. How do they find you on Instagram, Jared? Uh, underscore, underscore, the Davis group. And you? They will find me at your realtor's favorite realtor, RVA. You can also, if you just Google that, I've changed it. So now like my Facebook page says that, my Instagram says that, LinkedIn says that. TikTok says that. Holler at you. Holler at me if you're on TikTok. I'm. I'm getting. When's the that. next one coming? Uh, well, I was off last week, so they're definitely coming this week. You'll probably see two or three this week. Nice. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Let us know what you want to hear. Reach out to us. Let us know how we can help you grow your business. If you are podcasting and you're listening to this while you drive, again, you've got the emails. You can reach out to us at like and subscribe as well. Find us on YouTube. Uh, we've got a couple channels, obviously, that we're building out. Uh, we love your feedback. We love that you're listening. We thank you for listening, and we are here to help you grow your business. Again, this is another episode of RVA Real Estate Talk, and we thank you for listening in. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at jared at centralvarealty.com or galen at centralvarealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 